All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Time now for Coming In Hot. With Brent Wallace and former Ottawa Senators Bobby Ryan and Jason York. Hey everybody, welcome to Coming in Hot. Brent Wallace alongside Bobby Ryan and the slugger, Jason York. <laughs> the slugger. <laughs> slugger. Hey, we got to continue that conversation we just left off there, no, Bob. No, yes. I don't want to continue it. We're moving on. I was going to bring up, a, I want a poll and I want it up today. <laughs> yeah, because the three of us, we're, we're heading to All-Star Weekend. Uh, and Wally says we might have to share a room, the three of us. <laughs> Games I played. Didn't the, just so we're clear, I didn't make the travel arrangements. Well, Wally's trying to count games covered as games played. <laughs> That's right. Well, I didn't Stop play it. any. Exactly, you're on the cot. That's it. You're on the cot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope to I hope the shitter's big because you're on the floor. It's <laughs> not very fair. So <laughs> so you, we got bad backs, knees, everything else. You got to give us Fuck. the bed. <laughs> yeah, look at you. You're good. You're, you got like you're I was curvy. gonna say I'm the oldest, but that's not true. Yorkie's the grandfather of the group. Papa, I'm going with Papa. <laughs> <laughs> just had the baby shower by the way on the weekend baby shower oh. on the weekend yeah i guess like na- nowadays like i actually went to the end of the food was delicious so i gotta I, I gotta say a big thank you to angelina's richard and nikki 
who also owned Fratelli's, did our uh, baby shower, and it was awesome. Oh, oh nice. Oh, wow. That was great. That was great. That's nice. next level. Speaking yep. of Italian food, I just booked a honeymoon on the week. I, last night, actually, booked flights. <laughs> so I'll let you know when I'm out of town, Wally. Where, where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all travel together now. You coming with us? We're going to Rome. Yes. <laughs> we're, going to, we're going to Italy after yeah, the wait, season. After the season. We've even set a wedding date. So <laughs> it's either a honeymoon trip or just a trip. We don't know yet. <laughs> oh, Rome's well, awesome. York and I I've will have our back. Yeah, I've never oh, done Bob, Italy. The food, Rome is is awesome. Awesome. We actually did the tourist thing. We we yeah. did the thing where you go on the bus and you do all the little stops. It's nice. It's it's corny, but it's good because it takes you to the Colosseum and and the uh, all the little different things you see in Rome. But the food there was spectacular. Like yeah, really good. My good buddy Jared Gong Show that is up there was helping me shuttle point air mile points around last night all, and all of it just to pay cash anyway because i couldn't get it to work <laughs> so i ended up paying cash so at least i'm gonna try and book a hotel on points or something but uh um, he gave me a couple, he's he's very well traveled so between him and uh all the guys i've played with i'm gonna i'm gonna eat my way through the city i can't wait hey here's a question did you did you collect points well i know you did when you traveled because you were allowed to collect points the players didn't collect points when you were playing did they no, no, because it goes no. on the team. They had uh, no room charge. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I had the option to um, back before the the CBA changed. Right, it used to be you have to play six hundred games or ten years, whichever came first for you to have your own room. Yeah. So I had always had a roommate uh, early on. It was George Peros. I had Joffrey Lupel for a bit, and then Francois Boschman and I, and he was like right under that cutoff, um, and we we realized two other players were doing it. And we were like, why don't we just do that? It's, it's like 3,500 bucks for the year because you only have to pay for one extra room. So you just split that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I would pay all the bills and then keep the receipts and kind of charge him as the year went on. I, I completely whiffed on it. Like I should have been collecting <laughs> yes. two years worth. I was so yes. dumb. So dumb. It was, you guys, I would have 7,000 miles at the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> you you want to hear some funny, funny story. Um, Back in 2004, when the whole fight for the salary cap was going on, it was, I, I remember going to the meetings in Toronto and everybody went. It was like, we were adamant. We weren't taking a cap. Bob Goodnow was running the PA. So and it ended up that we took the cap because here it is. There's still the cap. But the best part of this, and this is kind of ties into that, how, guy, how guys got their own room. So Bobby Buchner was on the players committee and he goes, guys, you know what? We got good news and bad news. <laughs> the bad news, you're getting a cap. Good news, we negotiated that guys are going to get their own rooms. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Great job, oh, you, boys. You win one, you win some, you lose some, I guess, right? <laughs> oh, that that, well done. I don't, I don't know. It was, it was always so weird to me playing in the NHL and you're like, you got to share a room. And then you're playing 82. It just, it, it always was, I, I understand the economic side of it if you're the owners and whatnot, but oh, yeah. you're like, we're all adults. You should have your own place to go call tonight um, and sleep. Especially like, wasn't even so much the nighttime. Game days were always different. Like George, when he was, when he was not playing, he didn't care, but he stayed in the room longer and slept. When he was playing that night, he was not only on the first bus, which I was never on. <laughs> like I was never oh, on the first bus. I hate the first bus. You're at the rink three and a half hours sometimes before. Well, yeah. What do you do there? So he would get up, shower, and he was 
respectful and quiet, but there was almost never a time that I didn't hear him. And then I was up when I had another good 40 minutes left in what I would have liked to have slept. Um, so it's just, it just made no sense to me. No sense. There's only one roommate. I know while like, while he's itching to get on with the show here, he's getting agitated. He's like, all right, come on. We got <laughs> I already wrote in the chat. Got we're skeptic. already behind schedule. Yeah. So you guys are going to have to stay an extra 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, who cares? It's all fun <laughs> and games. Do you guys remember a guy named Roman Oksuda? I don't know if he was bef- before your time. This guy know. was this big six foot five Russian guy. Maybe quite possibly the dumbest man I've ever played with. And he, like he, I had, it's the first time I ever had to go to our team guy and say, I can't room with this guy. Uh, four in the morning, I would look over. He'd be sitting in bed, having a smoke, <laughs> talking really, really loud in Russia. Cause I guess because of the time change, he would talk. He's like, rah, 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 rah. I'm like, what the, what are you doing? Like, it's four <laughs> in the morning. He's oh sorry, okay, sorry. Yeah, I go outside. And then he'd go outside and I could still hear him outside. Like, my God, Roman Oksuda. I think he lasted about a year. This guy was <laughs> six five, was supposed to be this awesome power forward. Again, we always talk about this. All the tools, uh, no toolbox. Just couldn't put it together. Oh yeah. Beloved loud talker, man. Never forget that guy with, with the fire daddies in bed. <laughs> Come on, All I right. got a game tomorrow. That's it. <laughs> All right, Wally, take us away. Quick story. You weren't time, playing sorry. when they had commercial flights. Yorkie would have been on commercial flights. Oh, Bobby, you would have lost your mind. Yeah, I'd never, I, for, yeah. never forget, like I think I told the story, Radic Bonk sitting in the middle seat, and it would be like <laughs> sooner, like as soon as the people on the Air Canada flight would find out that the hockey team was on there, a barf bag would get tossed around to everybody to sign the barf bag for some because people are looking for something to sign and Bonk yeah. would have a guy on each side of him and just look straight ahead because he didn't want to have a conversation with anybody. <laughs> it was so funny. So good. I don't speak yeah. English. No English. I, I got sent down one time after playing quite a few games up. I, I can't remember what it was. And I met the team somewhere. Uh, it was San Antonio. We played, had a 440 wake-up call the next morning to go to the airport. And we were getting on the bus and I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? So I, I had, I figured we were flying commercial, but um, I got up in the morning and I remember making the joke. I was like, this, so this bus has taken us to the jet, right? <laughs> like, no, this bus has taken us to Southwest. <laughs> the boys are like, you've been a little spoiled. You're cutting your, cutting your Snickers bar with a fork and a knife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, never, those yeah. are the days. We, we were spoiled. Yeah. We had our flight canceled one time. Mendez was with me. Uh, we had to get to Philadelphia, but weather landed us in Newark, and we had to take a cab at night from Newark to Philadelphia. Ooh. That's not fun. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. But then the cabbie found out we only had one taxi chit. He thought he was getting three, so he's going to get three times the money. Yeah. Not happy. Ooh. Not Ooh. happy. Yeah, he would have been pissed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, it was not, a, not a quick drive right down the turnpike there. No. If that was, if that was a Philly driver, too, he would have let you know how he felt, too. Uh, they, <laughs> yeah. they were not happy. He, I, I think he dropped us off before the hotel, to be honest with you. Just and to make you walk a little? Yeah. Yeah, not happy. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's move on. We got this game day. We got lost time. We got the Ranger yeah. game. But first, oh. I want to welcome in our new Coming in Hot yes. Family Partnerships member, Douglas Mattress. Uh, named Canada's best mattress on Canadian living. Uh, unrivaled comfort and feel, motion isolation, sleeps cool, relieves pressure points. 
Uh, great value. Loved by over 200,000 Canadians. Uh, easy online ordering. Get Douglas delivered in a box to your doorstep with free shipping coast to coast, usually in one to four business days. Uh, Risk-free for up to 365 days. Don't like it? No, uh, just get a full refund. Uh, every mattress order, by the way, comes with two memory foam pillows with pillow protectors, uh, one luxurious cotton sheet set, and one mattress protector, $650 value. So listen, just go check them out. Go to douglas.ca and order today. All right. Let's get to the Ranger game before we move on to the Nashville game. Although a what? lot of people would like us to probably forget the Ranger game. Yes. Um, did I was, hey, so I bet on this game. I'm like, I feel like an Ottawa victory here. They did were you? up 2 nothing, And I'm like, Feeling this good. is rolling. Almost right. sent a tweet out of how good this was going. <laughs> uh, it was rolling on I, wheels that fell off. Yeah, yeah, it was not pretty. Uh, kind of like the lion, kind of like the lions. What happened to the lions? Very nope. similar. It's, we're a hockey true. podcast, <laughs> 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 but I, oh. I'd love to talk about that game next episode. Oh. What an embarrassment! Hey, oh. congrats to Taylor Swift and getting to her first Super Bowl. Oh. Yeah, I just saw a stat on her that she's got a performance in Tokyo the night before, yes. twelve mm -hmm. hours, and then has to get to Melbourne, Australia right after that oh i didn't know the melbourne one yeah so she'll stay she'll stay i don't even know if she's gonna stay she has to go right to melbourne um somebody wow. tweeted it or something i don't know mm -hmm. but that's pretty yeah. good yeah okay so no time for that we're, we're gonna get no, to, no time we're <laughs> gonna get to yorkie vids in a bit to break down a couple of goals because people love to hear you guys break down video um but we have with this game the glaring issue of goaltending uh mm. and i don't know that that's it's Listen, it's probably been an issue all season, but with uh, Anton Forsberg on LTIR, it's just it seems a little bit more because Matt Sogard is going to start tonight. All three of his appearances this season have all been sub 900 save percentage. But here is uh, we'll get to the DoorDash ice and cold performer. I think it's pretty obvious what this will be brought to you by DoorDash. Um, order what you want, where you want, when you want. Just use the DoorDash app. For a limited time, our listeners get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25. 25% off, a $10 value, zero delivery fees in your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code NATION25. Offered valid in Canada, subject to change, terms apply. Oh my goodness. 28 starts for Jonas Corposalo. Eight of them has had a save percentage above 920. 16 of those uh, games of the 28, save percentage below 900. I understand not all his fault all the time, but this is not what the Ottawa Senators need in goal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah, like. It's, it's we we have to talk about it every show because it doesn't go away. Um, it's just it's if you're a player, I, ball, I don't know what else to say. Like you're, <laughs> yeah. but so tell me what it's like as a player when your goaltender, and I think it's pretty safe to say, struggling. Mm -hmm. well it makes it it makes it makes you fearful of playing and making a mistake because the mistakes get magnified when they end up in the back of your net and right now they are all ending up in the back of the net um and then yorkie you've been around this and like i was fortunate with with andy for so long and and some good goaltenders before and after that in my career um mm -hmm. but when a go when when you're starting goalie and that, like let's face it he has to be the starter right now is not playing well Yorkie, it's hard not to have hushed conversations about it, isn't it? Especially, oh like, I we're, can imagine it's worse for defensemen than it is for forwards. It is, because then 
you're like you try to do I'm, my analogy i'm like i gotta block it i just gotta block everything and and it's just you, you don't want to let things but that's what i don't understand there's still a lot of those soft shots get to the net which uh we're gonna look at some of those later on video but you know i it's for me when i watch it's just the timing because he makes great saves like there's games where, like how do you save that that's an unbelievable save that's awesome and then there's something going on with the shots from distance. Like there's something up with yeah. his eyes. There's gotta be because he's just, he's whiffed on too many shots coming from a distance where he just doesn't pick them up. Like I, I, I start to wonder like, is there something going on with his eyes? Because you just eat an NHL. I know from time to time, yeah, you're going to let some bad ones in, but the high blocker has been an issue. And, and that one on the glove like that, that I know people that were in the building. I wasn't at the game. I actually listened to the game on the radio and uh, watched it the next day. But pe- friends of mine that are in the building said you could just feel the entire rink, just like the air coming out of a balloon. And mm-hmm. Bob, you know, on, like if you're we're on the bench, it's the same thing. If you're playing, it's like, Jesus. So crazy. deflating. Yeah. It's so deflating. And that to me, everybody talks about fights turning around momentum. And there was a, a lot of people were talking about Brady getting in the fight and, Listen, that's not changing anything. The only thing that's changing is you don't have Brady for five minutes. Yeah. But when you let in a stinker, those are the real momentum changers. Stinkers like that just it just it zaps the life out of the bench. And then you kind of you kind of play you kind of play hesitant and you're and you play nervous. Well, yeah. I don't, okay, but Jacques Martin alluded to that fight. He felt there should have been a better response from the teammates on Brady's side to respond to that because Jacques used to have a rule. If you're up to nothing, you weren't allowed to fight. Anyway, I understand it's a clean hit. You got to have a fight for some reason, but the opposite end of that is the Rangers did say it sparked them. They, they do admit it woke them up a little. Really? They, they, they they really on the bench. Hey guys, he just here. Now we're going to start. Now we're going to start trying. I think what waked them up, what waked them, excuse me. I think what woke them up more was Kreider scoring from 40 feet out on a shot. And they're like, boys, everything's going in. It's every, or it's a sale, boys. Everything must go in. That's what, yeah, that's yeah. what gets guys excited. Hey, when that happens, Bob, you know, boys shoot everything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The bench changes. You're like, everybody can get on the board right now. The fourth line's shooting from everywhere. It's mayhem. Um, but I, I would never want to take that out of Brady's game because um, it's it, whether people are like it or not, it is part of Brady's game. It gives him space and an edge. So there is a reason to it. I don't like the defense of a perfectly clean hit. Tim Stutzel is going to get knocked down. It's going to happen. There are hits that are borderline that you have to answer for. That's not one of them. I, I think I would, if, if I'm talking to Brady, I'm telling him to pick a spot a little bit better there. We're up to nothing. That hit is not going to change anything. Timmy bounced right up and got right back into the mix. There's just different times to go about it. So I'd like them to be a little more selective. So do I disagree with the fight? Um, n- not necessarily. Do I agree with the timing? Yes. Um, I, if I'm Brady, I'm taking a number and looking for him later when the game's decided. Um, but I don't want to take that away from Brady because that gives him an edge that a lot of players in the league don't have anymore. So there, there is that, but this game doesn't get hung on the, on the tide shifting from a hit and a fight. Um, by any means it, it, it changes always, dramatically when, when they score a goal or two and all of a sudden they realize this guy's, this guy's ripe for the taking. 
the first okay, goal fair. Was, the first goal was rotten. The second goal like had a stench like you like it was it just reeked and then then it was open season. Yeah. Okay, that's, but, but, that's but what, here's my question guys as opposed to we always talk about momentum in games and momentum shifting and sometimes you guys talk about hits and fights. So how is this not a momentum shift for the New York Rangers who came into this game were horrendous in January and needed a spark and they didn't have it early on and then they got it. Well, it'd be one thing it'd be one thing if they got those first two goals from really playing Ottawa and winning battles and earning those goals, but they didn't. One bounced off the boards and somehow snuck behind the legs and ricocheted in. And the second one was a floater. And then all of a sudden, they got, they scored those goals. You said three, four, and five. Boom, 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 boom. That's yeah. when the momentum, I, for me, really happened. Um, and I don't know. I, I just don't feel in today's game, there's not really any intimidation anymore. No one's really afraid anymore. There's, it's, it's a very friendly league. It's a great league. It's a fast league. But it's nobody's afraid of anybody. So, yeah, like to me, again, the biggest loss is you lose them for five minutes. Um, and if you need a fight to wake you up, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> like, true. Like when you really think about it. So, like, but sometimes it, you I, need something. Well, sometimes uh, you need I, something to to tilt the ice. But Ottawa wasn't manhandling them. That's that's where I where I. Yep when I talk about tilting the ice back, getting some momentum, a big hit will change. If, if Ottawa was manhandling them, playing them below the tops of the circles, finishing every hit, it, it was just a wide open game. So there wasn't, there really like the hit, and the, the fight didn't spark anything. The hit and the spite sparks, uh, sparks something, excuse me, when you're really, when you really feel like you're taking on water and the team's got nothing that it slows the game down. It, it allows your players to draw from something and, I just I think there's a time and a place where you where the fight changes things. That's not one of them, especially because he didn't beat the hell out of Brady by any means, right? So it's not like, mm -hmm. oh my god, that guy's a warrior. Let's go to work for him. It's it's not that's not what happened here. They just they just found their game. They realized that the goaltending is terrible, and they turned it up to a level that Ottawa wasn't ready to match. Yeah. All right. Uh, I have another note that's not that <laughs> complimentary in our uh, Wendy's. Did you know? Uh, and the Wendy's Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool. Go to Wendy. Uh, actually, go to DailyFaceoff.com and click on the Wendy's uh, Faceoff Survivor Pool. It starts tomorrow, by the way. Uh, every week, you can win daily prizes and weekly prizes. Shots on goal, goals against average, points per game. Uh, can all make or break your week, but don't overlook uh, BPMM, Wendy's Bacon Portobello Mushroom Melt. Sure, it may not help you win weekly prizes with Wendy's and Daily Faceoff Fantasy Pool, but unlike your predictions, it never disappoints. So try your luck, but don't push it because the Bacon Portobello Mushroom Melt is only back for a limited time, and if you miss it, you won't get a second chance. Sign up for the Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool today, sponsored by Wendy's and the Wendy's app. At Wendy's, we keep it fresh. The Sens are tied with San Jose Sharks for the most games this season, allowing six or more goals. Six of those nine games, by the way, have come since the coaching change. Uh, over the last 10 years, Ottawa leads the league, by the way, in six-plus goals against games. Not ideal. You know what? Just... Drawing away from that, I played with um, Matthew Schneider for one year, and he had an incredible quote. Um, and we were a good team in in Anaheim, 
and it makes me think of the sense. He's like, when we're good, we're good. And we play the system, we're good. But when we're bad, fuck, we're bad. <laughs> like that, he said that in the <laughs> locker room one time. And I was like, <laughs> and it was after a game that we had just gotten shell shocked in. And I, I kind of, I, I listened to, cause he wasn't talking to me, but I heard it and I started laughing. And it just reminded me of that. When you're getting, it's like, yeah. when the sends are bad, they don't make one or two mistakes that like good teams do. Good teams find ways to say, okay, we have something to fall back on. The Sens right now don't have anything to fall back on. And when they're bad, they are they are porous. Yeah. They are horrific in their own zone when they're bad. They make when they're bad, they cheat, right? They get north yes. of the puck. And, yes. and and you're gonna be mad. You're gonna be bad, excuse me, way more often when your goalies are it's like what was Corpus Allah's goals against average? Did I just see seven? In that game? Yeah. 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 Two empty yeah. adders. No, yeah. No, no. Four he one, was one. Corpusello was pulled after yeah. allowing four goals. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. had a 770 goals against average. Sogard had a 455 goals against average, allowing two goals. On and average. also, Wally, he let he had a streak going, but right before he pulled, I think he let uh, it was four of the four or four of the five shots. And like it was crazy. It was just like boom, boom. Yeah, boom. yeah. That it second was, period was just yeah. nonsense. It was, it was it was nuts. So the Sens have a double whammy. When they're bad, they're horrendous. And when they're bad, their goaltending's already horrendous. <laughs> it's just the perfect yeah. storm to give up six goals a game. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's so, it's 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 unfortunate. I, I, I thought he was starting to turn a corner. Mm -hmm. Right up leading. You go to that um you know, the prior game when they lost in overtime. Like he was good. Then all of a sudden Boston. Yeah, the Boston game. He let they like, played, I mean, Winnipeg. Like they played play some yeah. of the best teams in the league in a three-game stretch. I did, and they I did, looked really I did. good. I, again, that shot, like Marshan, the winner was a great shot, but again, it's from distance. Um, yeah. At least it was a low one. It wasn't a top locker one <laughs> that he whiffed on. Like it was a pretty good shot, but uh, I didn't. I didn't love the other one in that game from distance. The high blocker one. It was. It was um, right off the point. Three seconds left in the power play. Uh, top blocker. It's like I know your screen, but your screen from way far out. Just he's not he's not picking up pucks from distance. It was um Pasternak shot, high blocker. Like how top Bob as a right shooter to mm -hmm. score top blocker from just inside the blue line. Like that's part of yeah. Like you, you if, if you, you get two angle, or three a year, you're doing great. <laughs> like um I don't know. Even if your screen, like the screen was it was a high it was a high screen up top, and I'm like, how does that go in? It's it's becoming the book on them, for sure. Um, another a good another good one. We we always have goalie coaches, right? That would, um, I guess, give you a scouting report essentially on the goalie. And he would say the most. I'll never forget this. This kid never made it in the league. Um, he might have played a few games. Michael Burner is an '86 born. He was in the minors for a few years. Uh, it was, uh, are you looking him up right now, Wally? Yeah. It's B-I-R-N-E-R. -E One of my favorite guys ever. Just absolutely um, hilarious at the rink every day. So okay, so getting... hold on. What, what, what was Burner doing? Like, what was his job? What kind of player? Yeah. Like, what, what, like... He, he, was skilled in, he was skilled in juniors, and then he got to the A, and he just kind of was like, I'm not going to be a checker. I'm going to go back to Czech Republic and play there or wherever, he, yeah, yeah. Slovakia or whatever. Um, yeah. He just knew he was never going to make it. So he was having some fun in the A before he went home pretty much. Gotcha. Gotcha. And coach comes in and he's like, Hey guys, we're playing so-and-so tonight. Um, and we had heard the same scouting report on the goalies. He goes, and it's, you know, 
he's talking and nobody's saying anything. Everybody's listening and like the video is up and he's like, look, at, you can see here, uh, he does it. He goes down on the first shot. So you have to get your rebounds high. He doesn't like traffic. Um, he's not good on backdoor one timers. And you just hear, <laughs> right. So Michael Berter in the back of the room goes, what fucking goalie does? <laughs> like, <laughs> and the room just erupted because he, right. and the coach looks over. He goes, what do you mean? He goes, what goalie does likes traffic? What goalie is good on backdoor tappings? What are we doing? <laughs> like, so well, like, tell me where the last 10 goals went in. And I don't care about the rest of this. Like no goalie wants to fight through traffic. And that's the point I was getting to is, he, he changed his scouting report and he said, here's a goalie that doesn't track well. And I think that's becoming the book on Corpus Allo. I don't think he tracks well. I don't think he goes side to side and fights through traffic. Well, he doesn't No goalie likes it, but he just, some goalies are exceptional at it. He, he doesn't seem like he is. I think, he but I will never of, forget that one liner. <laughs> he needs a pair of these. I think get the sport goggles on him. Hey, get it wrapped <laughs> around the back of the head with the big elastic one. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny. You just, you br- Wally, it's one more thing. I know you, Wally, look, he wants to get going with the, he's got a routine here. Before every <laughs> no, single game. I will game, just listen. I'll just before listen. every game that Bobby brought, you just made me think of something about scouting reports because because everybody makes a big deal. Like, okay, they're getting ready for this team. What what's What magical system are they going to do tonight to make sure they win this game? Every single pregame scouting report you get from another team when the assistant coach gets up and natters for about 15 minutes, Usually, 90% of the same time, all right, we need to get on their D tonight. Their D don't like to be hit. <laughs> really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like every single scouting report, traffic in front, the goalie doesn't like traffic. Lots of shots, boys. Okay, yeah, lots of shots. Do you like to be hit? Noted, noted. And it yeah. would be this, like, after, like, game 20, you're like, all right, let's get on. But it's like... Coaches do this because it's almost like you over prepare and then be, then it just becomes like, it's, it's not complicated. Like yeah. the, everybody, everybody thinks there's this magical stuff going on in the game of hockey. There really isn't like it's, <laughs> it's, it's basically work hard on the other team, pee on top of the puck, traffic in front, get on the other team's D and you got a good chance of winning. Yep. It's the truth. <laughs> Can I go on now? Yeah, go on. Yes. Yeah, sorry. yeah. Good, Next man. subject, we'll rant on that one too. <laughs> More rants. We've all had a couple of days off. Yeah, I can tell. We're, ener- we're energized. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we got some business to take care of. We have a new, another new sponsor to the show. Plus, uh, we're getting to York. So, um, with that being said, our show proudly presented to you by Charm Diamond Centers, which is proudly Canadian owned and operated since 1972, with 85 locations across the country through Charm and their sister brands. Uh, super knowledgeable. Go see the staff at Charm Diamond Centers. They will help you out. Custom ring building delivered in less than four weeks with the Charm Masterpiece Program. Unbeatable pricing policy. Valentine's Day quickly approaching, uh, or just any special occasion for that matter. Go to Charm Diamond Centers as the crown jewel of beautiful pieces of jewelry, including a large selection of Canadian lab-grown diamonds, mine diamonds, and don't pay until 2025 with their instant in-store financing. For more information, go to CharmDiamondCenters.com. And as always, the show is brought to you by our good long-term friends at BEI, Bonisher Excavating, a uh, heavy civil general contractor in both the public and the private sectors. You can find them at BonisherExcavating.com or give them a shout at 613-432-1120. Um, they move stuff. So when planning your next project, consider BEI for your aggregate supply needs, including all things from equipment rentals to hot mix paving, concrete formwork. Um, BEI is helping to shape it. Ottawa Valley. They are hiring 
I heard that tidbit on Friday. They're hiring again. And uh, if you're looking for a job that gives free ice, these are your guys. Thanks. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, here's one. Looking for a fun night out, fellas? You got to check out Battlegrounds Axe Throwing. Great for the family, great for couples and corporate groups. Kids 12 and up can throw accompanied with a guardian. Looking for the ultimate birthday party, team building event, or just having a fantastic date night with your significant other? And it's time to visit Battle Axe Throwing. Located at 2615 Lancaster Road. It's safe, it's fun, and it requires absolutely no practice. Just come to a Battlegrounds Axe Throwing facility and the coaches will show you the ropes and show you how to hit the targets safely. You can book it at battlegrounds.com. My family's very own whiskey. Barrel aged and set apart. Marked with VO, artfully blended, impeccably crafted as a wedding gift to my son for the bride and groom. And now, over a century later, from our very own family to yours, a legacy rooted in whiskey. Seagram's VO, growing deeper, reaching out, raising a glass to your legacy. Seagram's VO, make it your very own. Now for Yorkie vids. Do you want to go back and start? Let's go to goal number three, shall we? Yeah, so we're, yeah, we're going to go back. Just don't start it yet there, uh, Gav. Hold her back there. Um so basically, we were going to go back from the, from the game, guys, and, and show the first two goals, but there's really no point. We, we talked about the first one. It was a ricochet off the boards. And then the other one was was the shot off Kreider that, from distance that, that uh, Corpus Hello just whiffed on. But, Yorkie, after- can I ask about that goal for a second? Yeah, it was a face-off. second play. goal, is the, it's the face-off play was Abanajad who pushed the puck forward. They yeah. knew it was coming because he said Ottawa was too low. They were, but Giroux's anticipating a win back to Chicker, and then he's going to probably just get in Kreider's space. Both teams are anticipating a win, and 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 really, there is no really harm like that. That faceoff play where you're poking it forward. I know Kreider is quick, but when he gets the puck, Chikrin's going to be there, which exactly he was. So, is it a good? Yeah, it's a smart play by Zabanajet. I still would rather win the puck back and get control and come up together, because usually that play with Kreider, he would be on his own, and it's a one and done. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a one and done, and but it was a one and done. It was one and in. <laughs> so <laughs> it was one and done. <laughs> it was one and done. But yeah, I, I, it, it it was a smart play. You can see Mika on the play, or D, I like calling him DJ Zbad. DJ Zbad just hammers it forward, and uh, yeah, it was it was a nice play, but it never should have went in. But it's two two then. So then, if you're Ottawa, you, you, you kind of a little bit shell shocked. You're we talked about you're you're questioning your goaltender, but they just after that they just fell apart. So you go back to this third goal, and uh, Ottawa's actually in, in in good position in this, guys. It's it's going to end up being a. I believe it's Timmy Stutzel that's going to be going back for the puck. Um, if we could run it here. Yeah. So you take it right here. And what ends up happening, you look at back in that play, there's four guys there. And the one mistake Timmy does on that is he doesn't extend his stick. And anytime you're on open ice like this and you go to hit with your hands, a good player like Panera, and he's just going to shield the puck. And that's exactly what he does. And watch what happens. So it's a turnover right away. So stop it right there. 
Sanderson turns it over and stop it. So right here, if you look where Stutzla is, if he just continues to skate in a straight line, he's mm -hmm. got the middle of the ice. Mm -hmm. Panarin's on the outside. Timmy's got the... He's got the route to the net. So if he just continues to skate in a straight line with his stick out, Panarin will get nothing from this. But again, yeah. I, I always go back to this, Bob and Wally. Timmy's a young player in the league that is still figuring out how to be a defensive, a responsible defensive centerman, to be a 200-foot player, which is everybody likes to talk, because he's never grown up. So right there, let's go back a sec there. There's the mistake he makes. Just is it the little it bump? It's the bump. But right? the, pro the problem is you can't do a bump like that in open ice when you're playing against a world-class player or a player that understands leverage. Timmy yeah. would do this exact same play if he had the puck, but this is what he'll learn moving forward is like, shit, they'll look at the video with him and say, when you go at him, just don't, don't attack him with your hands stick on puck, take the middle of the ice, and, and that would have eliminated the entire sequence. Instead, watch what happens. It's turned over. Right here, there's no there's no issue. But now yeah, there yeah. is. Right, Bob? Like it's yep. just it's a bad angle and not and not playing it smartly. It's 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 a all world veteran player versus a young kid is what it is there. That's um, what it is. And and Panarin's about as shifty for a little guy as it gets. Um and as soon as Timmy hit him, I said, uh-oh, because um, he, yeah. he just he took – not only does he embrace the bump, like Panarin actually start kind of starts that contact, and then Timmy gets up like this, which yeah. is a, the number one no-no. And Panarin says, I'm just going to use all of his momentum to push me. And it actually almost gets him off stride. It does for a half a second. Yeah. Panarin writes the ship um, and, and, makes a, and makes a great play for the goal. What I like to see, and and this is an Ottawa thing, and other teams coach it as well, is their D go down, right? They slide mm -hmm. um, to take away that pass. Smart players can either outweigh it or go around it. Um, but most of the time, the slide is very effective. I used to hate when guys slid at me because yeah. it just it really throws you off for a half a second, and then you're you're shooting into the pads or you're passing into their stomach more often than not. If you know your D is going to slide, and I'm Timmy Stutzla, and I'm on that back check, I let Panarin go. And I just start, I just start going to the the second trailer there, right? Yep, yep. yep. Change occur or that switch occur, um, and try to get back and forth. Maybe it was too far to skate in that instance, and yeah. that seemed to be the way they coach. But Timmy could have done anything but what he did there, right? And yeah. it's just yep. skate back straight to your post, and Panarin has to stop up and make a play somewhere else, or or let Chickren slide across earlier because you know, by that point Panarin's already. He's got the extra speed to go around him and make the play. And sure, I mean, like, the other guy should have caught him. Yeah. And like, let's, let's give Panarin some credit here too. Like he's one of the yeah. best, he's, he's one so of the good. best offensive players in the league. Yeah. And this is what happens. The more experience you get in the league as a young player, it just, you retain that knowledge and you work yeah. on it and you get better at it. And, and the goal is just all, not all on Timmy. Like the, the D no. slid too early. But again, smart players like Panarin, they're already thinking, I'm going to make this D slide and I'm going to make a bite and I'm going to go around him. That's yeah. that's why he's so good. So um, so for me, great play by Panarin. Timmy's going to learn uh, maybe how to handle that situation. And again, it's not from a lack of effort. That's what people mm. understand. Like he's trying his hardest. It's how he's going about doing it that just needs to, to, to do an adjustment on that. So yeah, let's go to the next one.
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Yeah, this one, uh, Bob, you, you know in the offensive zone, like what everybody tries to do, uh, is is how can you get separation? Once you get separation, that's going to make the other team run around. And you know what happens here? If we start it right from the beginning, Gavin, start it right from the beginning. Jake Sanderson, so right here, stop it right there. A lot of times you'll see D do this. So Sanderson was in front of the net, and he's anticipating that that's going to be a rim to the back of the net. And I used to do this all the time. You'd say, I know he's going to do it. I'm going to cut that off, and I'm going to get puck possession. What ends up happening sometimes on the boards, Bob, the puck jumps on you. Yeah. So the puck, the puck ends up jumping over Sanderson's stick. And then all of a sudden, I don't know which ranger forward that he's now going to get separation and then the chaos ensues. So, so watch what happens. Puck jumps over. If you want to run it and there's a separation and then stop it here. This is what I don't like. So in back in front of the net was Ridley Gregg. Ridley Gregg's the center been there. Yeah. Like he now to me, Bob, I don't know if you agree with this, he now is puck watching along with Timmy. Timmy's on. Ridley Gregg's got to get in the middle of the ice. Mm-hmm. He's got to block. He's got to block that shot. Yes. Timmy's Timmy's taken the wrong lane. He's come up the boards instead of coming up through the middle. And now there's going to be a guy wide open in front of the net because Greg, I don't know what he's doing. He's seeing that going to the point and watch what happens. There's going to be a guy if you want to run it. All alone. Like like it's 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 Greg just being because he was with that guy originally. Just trying to do like it's like it gets chaotic, goes to the point. Shit, it's to the point. What do I do now? I'm gonna I'm gonna run out there. And Ottawa's got an awful habit of all oh, watch right here. Watch where Greg is. So there is the play. It's yep. gonna it's gonna go over Sanderson and then watch stop it. Look where Ridley is. Ridley is right beside that Ranger forward in front of the net. Yep. And watch what he does. Like, where is he going? Yeah, there's, he just puts himself in no man's land. This is the other part. If you just, well, I guess you, when you start that clip over and you see the separation start, 
right here. Why? And then just play this uh, two seconds here. Look how low Timmy Stutzla is. Yeah. Leaves that wide open there. I mean, look, there's, he's got 30 feet in every direction here. Yeah. Um, so you're never in, in this, it's, it's, it's an art form to get in lanes as a winger. I think I truly believe that because like, D just are so good at shifting the puck for three to four feet to get a shot through. Now he has no business being that low. That guy's got no threat to walk to the net because Greg was there to begin with. And then he takes the roundabout way out. And I don't want to get on Stim Timmy for two goals in a row. Cause that's not his fault. He's not in front of the net. Ridley Greg's in no man's land, but coaches, some coaches preach collapse, collapse, collapse. And I used to hate that as a winger because mm -hmm. Good forwards are going to throw it off the wall to the point. The point's yeah. going to walk to the center, and you have zero chance of getting in the way. I've always like I, I've always said to me, unless there's a major glaring breakdown, forwards should should stay higher on defensemen, right? It's like it's like forwards getting the puck through the neutral zone. The, you teach D, let's let's collapse, let's let's be up in their face, make them chip and make them dump, right? It's the same yeah. thing. The same basic principles apply. Yeah. Any D in the National Hockey League can walk the line and get a shot through when he has that much time. Um, oh God, I'd yeah. like to see them play closer to the points. I think Timmy was too low. I think Greg and and Ridley um, walked off this guy. As soon as that puck goes low to high, your number one job is to find the guy and start boxing out. And he and and that's the, the other point was like, did they did they think that there was going to be a switch there between the two of them? Because there looked like hesitation on both sides. Two centers on the ace at the same time. Was Greg playing? I'm trying to remember. Was he playing wing that game? He's playing the wing. He was playing the wing. Yeah, yeah. But is this a case of panic though? This is now a five-two game, or is it five-two or four-two? That's the uh, that's the fourth goal. That, that that's that's four. And the that's wheels four. are starting like you can feel the ice tilting a little, right? So are, are guys just? I think they just revert back to their, I'll call it panic, but their cheat mode of trying to get pucks. So Timmy's low because mm. I think he's trying to get pucks, right? It's he's just it's, trying it's, to get the, trying to get it out. It's it's basically. Like I used to deal with this when I used to coach younger players. <laughs> We're talking about NHL players. It's like the puck is a piece of cheese and you're a little mouse and you're just fixated with it. No, I'm serious. Like, I know, I, I like I, it. I used to have a forward who I used to coach. He's a loyal listener. Luke Luke likes to listen to the to the podcast. My good buddy Luke. He'd be the winger, Bob. And I remember, and he the way wingers have it's like the wingers that don't think about it will drift down to the corner. Cause a little piece of cheese comes down to the corner and all of a sudden, like you said, Bob, and I like, why do you keep, he's like, I don't know. He's like, I just, see the puck and I, and I want to go down there, but that's the thing. And I, I keep going back to this. You've got, you've got Ridley Gregg who does not have a lot of games played in the league and Timmy Stutzla, who's not a great defensive player on at the same time. And when you get that little bit of separation that was caused on the initial Sanderson trying to jump and listen that was a good play by Sanderson I like it it's an aggressive take charge play the puck just hopped on him I like that play but then he just got a yeah it's just Timmy's on the wing there for that time because Greg's down low you just gotta you gotta charge it to that point in a little better angle and then and then I just I just don't think these guys know how to block shots I really don't like they don't understand when you're in you know how good forwards Bob they see the puck go to the point and all of a sudden they come out and they go sideways and they make themselves big. How many yeah. times have you seen senators players make themselves big to block a shot, especially the forwards? It just doesn't happen. No, it, I think save for Parker Kelly, who I think does a very good job of it. But outside he's of that, great. He's yeah. great. Like yeah. if you're a defenseman, 
and the forward comes out and you turn your body instead of like, I watched Tarasenko do it. He goes out to the point and he's like as stiff as a board. And he's like, please don't hit me puck. Please don't hit me. (laughs) But but not to pick on Tarasenko, but but that's how, that's my, they just need more guys that know how to play desperation type. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure this puck doesn't get to the net, especially with the way Ottawa's goalies are right now. You would want to not let the puck get to the net, but anyhow, it's like, it's, it's two young mistakes again. It's young mistakes and the ability to not know how to really correctly block shots. Yeah. Uh, interesting note. Uh, Parker Kelly leads all f- Senator forwards and blocks. Who do you think is number two on the list of forwards? I'm going to, you're not going to get it. I know who it is. I, I looked it up the other day. It's uh Oh god, it's uh is it Drew? I was gonna say Drew. No, he's played seven less games. His name is Josh Norris. That Ah, should tell you something. Yeah. There's probably a there's a bunch of guys all around the same though. Like he's probably just got a few more than the rest of the guys. He's played seven less games, Yorkie. I know, but probably a few of those he's got 23, Batherson's got twenty two, Stutzler's twenty one, Kachuk's yeah, they're all they're all kind of the same. But that's but that's my point. You've played se- a puck in the seven games should be hitting you. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. They point. just some teams are just so good at it, and Ottawa to me is arguably the worst team in the league. At, you know, maybe it's a long time. I don't watch all the teams, but they just got to get way better at that. It's 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 a huge weakness. It is. Uh, totally concur. So uh, on to goal number five. All right. Got to refresh my memory on this one. Yeah, Bob, I'll let you, you want to take this one from the neutral zone. This one was, was really, was, it was interesting because their neutral zone, it's like they forgot what they were doing. And then this is, I'll just say one quick thing on this. This is back to Shabbat playing on the right side. Watch how far he drifts out outside the dots and and kind of defensemen are taught when you gap up to always gap up and turn your skates towards the middle. Because when yep. you turn towards the middle, you take away the middle ice. Watch where Shabbat turns his skates. So yeah, go he, goes, he goes straight yeah. outside the dot. And he, so he took a beating online for this goal and for the game in general. Um, yeah. But yeah. I am going to defend him here because the way that their system is designed, he's either got to decide whether he's going or not going, right? Yeah. In a perfect world, he would have had a better gap to start. So he was on top of the player that made the pass in the neutral zone to begin with, right? Right here, like he's undecided. Go, go, right? Yeah. Because you have to have faith that your F3 in the forecheck and Jacob Chikrin are shutting down the middle of the ice. Nobody did a thing. Matthew Joseph is the third forward there. That is his yeah. responsibility to be above that guy. And if you play the clip in the beginning, you see Joe standing flat-footed and you watch Mika stand right beside or skate right past him like it's it's very very evident right so here's joseph never should be flat-footed there goes mika cutting in the middle and gone that's your guy to be above right that is uh, completely your guy and then again we got a late slide or an early side excuse me yeah the sliding's being an issue but go gavin go right to the beginning there of this clip and you talk about neutral zone uh, just just forward a little bit right there right there so why for me, like that's Tarasenko. It's kind of like a half, half hearted effort at that D and look where his stick is. Like 
Yeah. Like usually forwards when they're going at a D, they're going and they're extending their stick and they're taking away passing lanes. I'm not really sure what lane he's taking away there. Um, and then, you know, if, 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 if Shabbat doesn't go, nothing doesn't happen. He's kind of like, he's in no man's land. He goes, I'm not going to go, but I'm going to go. And I'm just going to stand yeah. here. And so then... that, so the pass from the D and I agree with the Tarasenko with the stick here, the pass from the D to the far side wing is never supposed to happen unless that D is skating the wall. Right. And then you open the flank up that D is flat footed. That makes a pass through the box because Tarasenko has got a bad stick because Joseph's flat footed and Mika's got jump. So shabby, it's a complete breakdown and shabby took the most beating, but I think that there were three other players culpable yeah. here. Um, yeah, yeah. To me, when shabby starts to make the half moon and comes in outside the dots, I, I don't I don't care if you decide not to go, turn to the inside. But if you do go, have your stick in the middle. He's kind of going up there nonchalantly, and then he realizes, okay, I me going now. He probably saw Mika beating people up the ice and was like, oh no, and yeah. had to hit the brakes. But yeah. Mika's got just enough jump. That's an easy pass for the winger to make. Um, but your F three can never be, your your F, and then Chikrin's got to be over in the middle of the ice because you know that as soon as that pass crosses center ice. Chabby's not going, Chikrin's not sliding, yeah. Joseph's flat-footed. It's just a perfect storm for that to go. And I don't think Chabby's more culpable than anybody else in the picture. No, they're all, all, all yeah. honestly, Bobby, but great point. All five guys, Gavin, pull it up one more time. All five guys, and if you look at where the D are spaced here, so go right there, stop there. Look at where both D turn their feet. Both mm -hmm. D end up turning towards the boards. So you're always taught as a defenseman, to protect the middle of the ice, you probably want your D in the neutral zone about 12 feet apart, not mm -hmm. wide like this. Then when it's called, it's called protecting the middle of the ice. And when you protect the middle of the ice, you nullify a lot of stuff and you just push it to the outside. So two, two bad turns by both the D, both going yep. to the outside. And then, and they just, the middle's just completely wide open. And Joseph's not in good position either, but. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, you can't, and you can't, at least you can't fault the goalie on that one. No, or the other one, <laughs> honestly, like we fought the goalie enough on, on this show and in Ottawa in general, not just this show. This show just tells it like it is, but yeah. those are backdoor tap-ins. Like yeah. if yeah. I'm yes. Corpusalo and I know that you're hushing about me, I'm going, well, learn how to slide and learn how to defend just a touch and we'll all get along better. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Sliding is sliding is something again the senators aren't great at like it's it's just it's such a timing thing of reading when the player is gonna and, and you gotta kind of it's like a game of poker you gotta you gotta read when he's gonna when he's gonna commit and the sens haven't done a nice job of reading with the slides literally so, question uh in the chat from uh custom computing why do senator defense always slide it's horrible they you, sliding is good when it's, you when you yeah. do it at the right time it's you, not you, horrible. It is a coming as a forward in the, into the conversation. It is the most frustrating thing uh, to play against. So really, I'm I'm not defending the way that they do it. They are terrible at it. <laughs> um, but I am I am defending the slide because when a when a when a defenseman slides on a clear cut two on one, it gives you that half second of pause. Am I going around them? Am I cutting short? Am I trying to make the pass through them? Or am I shooting? It makes it makes a player think, and and Chikrin's the example that we're going to use right here. Obviously, 
those were just two very, very poorly timed slides. Okay. Don't you think, Yorkie? Yeah. I mean, you're the defenseman. Yeah, go back to it here. Let's let's take one more look at it. And uh, like the thing with slide, yeah. Let her let her just go. I want to see how the slide, how he how he goes about doing the slide. Yeah, it, it's it, it's, it's almost tough. like he stops though. In this, like the yeah. snow just stops him. He looks like he just yeah. comes to a halt. A, a good like a good slide is when you can kind of pull it off and slide towards the forward because if you just kind of lie down like a skilled guy is just going to outweigh you but if you can kind of do it when you're pushing your momentum like i lo i love the slide on the penalty kill when the guy comes out from uh, the goal line and you slide oh. right at him because then that's really tough sliding in the new sliding in open ice like that is really tough i I, I generally don't do that one that often because it's tough to pull off. It, it really is, especially on that particular play when you got a guy on his forehand because he can outweigh you. So if you're going to do it, you better make sure your timing's perfect because if it's not, you're, you're, you're going to look pretty silly, and that, that's what happened there. So it's it's a lot tougher than it looks. And, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's one of those plays where it's such a feel play. Yeah. And, and some guys are just good at it and some guys aren't. Yeah. And to answer his question, I think there's a time and place for it. And I will say as a forward in, in open ice, two on one situations, it's so frustrating to play against. Um, and it really feels like it limits your options, but especially in that last goal, chicken should have, he probably shouldn't have even pivoted back to defense. If he had just skated forward towards Miko on the backhand there, I think he would have had a really good chance of catching him and making him make that play earlier. Um, but again, it, it's such a hard question to answer time and place and, and skill level at it. Cause it is an acquired skill for there's some, yeah. some defensemen that I played against that are very, very good at it. Yeah. And also too, like every time they look at which guys had the puck, uh, Panarin, <laughs> like, like yeah. their best players, they <laughs> love it. Like third in the fourth line. <laughs> like there's certain guys that lick their chops when things happen to them. Like Sidney Crosby loves to initiate. Yeah. You're going to come at me and cross check me in the hips. Perfect. I'm just going to yep. spin off and go the other way. Panarin, you're going to slide at me. Love it. I, I'm just <laughs> going to make you look silly. Like it's just certain guys are just, you got to be really careful. And that's also experience. You get a, you get a like Ridley, Greg, uh, Timmy, and a lot of these young players, they're going to get a mental memory book of what works and what doesn't work, especially defensively. And that's why people like New York's a veteran team. Like I remember Zibanejad when early in his league, like he was like, he, he, did, he didn't arrive in the league this good. Like it takes time. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. unfortunately, unfortunately for Ottawa, it's going to take more time than a lot of people thought. There's still there's still growing pains that are going to happen with this group. Um, but they they just need to be very savvy at the deadline here and make the right right moves and continuing on into because I'm everyone's hearing right. They're going to try and go for it again next year. So it's it's really important to make the right moves. Uh, interesting to find. By the way. Um, what did you guys think of the Crosby pass uh, on the weekend? If you saw it, where he's the behind the back pass to, yeah, it was forward. a hell of a play. <laughs> I, I, I so, he's so good. He's obviously putting that puck to the area. Um, and the amount of times like it happened, it happens to every player where they're like, he made an all, all like there's a lot of luck involved in that. Um, sure, he, he knew where he was going with it for sure, but some things have to happen for it. So. I, I could not believe I was watching sports center here in the U S and they put it in the top 10 at number 10. And then number four was a player making a half court shot at the buzzer beater, not to win just to end a quarter. And I'm like, Oh, 
<laughs> it drives yeah, me nuts in the US. Right. It was an all-world play, but there's a lot of luck in that. He knew where he was going with it. He didn't mean to make that. That, that It just happened to be tape but, to tape. <laughs> but you know what? Here's the thing. It always feels like the better players like McKinnon and, and Crosby and McDavid, though, when they do those plays, it works. If if someone else is of a lesser talent is does it, it doesn't seem to find the back of the net. You know what no, I mean? No, that's true. They, that's true. They're just yeah. able to make it work somehow. And, okay, uh, I agree with that. Yeah. Guys yeah. are amazing. Okay. Wow. We have a... Uh, I need some help. We have a show coming up. We need fans help. Uh, on February 6th, um, we're going to do a show called Fandemonium. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> where we want you, the viewer, to join our show. So uh, we want you to send us an email uh, to comingin.hotsends at gmail.com or DM us on Twitter at comingin.hotsends. Uh, give us your email. We'll contact you. We'd like to have you guys on to ask us questions live in the show. So uh it's february 6 3 p.m so we would like to hear from you okay so start sending us emails we'll get in touch with you we're looking at like 12 people or so yeah all i can tell you is dave a morris just hammers the gifts and they're hilarious (laughs) he's very good he's he's relentless uh all right moving on uh lock of the day as the sends play the nashville predators tonight Mm -hmm. Lineup changes, by the way, are coming. Uh, go to the lines first, Gavin, if you would. I know I'm going to screw you up here. I apologize. Um, Kubelik is back in, so he's missed four games. Two of the last two is a healthy scratch, if you will. And then um, Ridley Gregg, who Steve Steos said on the weekend, looks like he's hit a bit like a wall. I'm paraphrasing. Um, and Matthew Joseph moves up to the second line. So that that left side is uh, is moved around a little bit tonight. And, of course, Dominant. Sogard is starting. <laughs> Dominic, Dominic Kubalik, come on down for the showcase showdown. <laughs> He's going to score like three goals tonight. There'll be no <laughs> more scratches for Dominic Kubalik until March 5th. Who hosts the, oh, it's Drew Carey now, Price is right, eh? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Are we surprised yeah. to see Ridley Gregg on the fourth line? No. No, I'm not either. I was, yeah. No, okay. no, he's he'll work uh, his way. He'll, he's it the way he plays. And I, I would agree with Steos a little bit. Um, I thought he was pretty good on that West coast trip. Um, when other players were not, were not great, but, um, he's playing a few more minutes at that point too. He's, he's hit, I, I agree with Steos. He's hit a bit of a bump, but again, this is his first full year, right? Like this is yeah. his first, like there's going to be learning curves. And I hope that he comes into the rink tonight with, the thought process is like, this is not a chance to, what was me? I got demoted, like work your way out of it. it. It's that's, that's one of the biggest and hardest things to do in the NHL is to continue to bring it every night. And obviously it's wearing on him a little bit through the year. And I want to see him. I, I, I'd love to see him to respond and work his way back up, which I, I not knowing the kid at all, but watching the way he plays and the character that he plays with, I, th- I think he will. Oh, like who, and who wouldn't want to play with uh, Kelly and the Rourke dog? Like those, <laughs> those guys are feeling it right now. That's true. Well, Sharche is always going to be on the right side of the puck. Everything's going to be chipped in. He's going to play very predictable. He's going to be very smart defensively. He's going to take thirty second shifts. So, yeah, that's, that's how you that's that's how you get yourself out of a a little funk. Just play just play simple. Play simple. True. Play fast. Play hard. Um, this is good. Like this this needs to happen more often with players. Play on the fourth line. Like it's fine. This is I, to I, me. It's a good thing. I just think him being switched to the wing from center is actually it's tough. It's tough. is what's changed his game a bit. 
I agree. I think but, he's a natural don't, center. But don't forget that first game he played on the wing, he played pretty good. Mm-hmm. He had the huge, he had the huge hit. Um, yeah, he was very noticeable in that game. He played fast, played hard. Um, it's just, it, listen, it's it's a tough league. This just in, it's a tough league to play in. <laughs> like it's not, <laughs> it's not always going to be roses and perfect games. The other yep. teams trying just as hard to win as you are. And he's a young, young kid that's not that heavy, um, learning the ropes, but he was not going to cheat you on effort. That's what, that's what I love about him. He's not going to cheat you on effort. And I'll take that, I'll take that all day long and put him with two very responsible guys and just work on playing simple. He'll figure it out. I don't think Dominic Kubelik's a fourth line winger. No, 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 he's, I don't think he's a second or a third to be, I don't know what he is. He he goes through, he's a little bit of everything for you. So, uh, yeah, fair. So, uh, Gavin, we can go to the, the game board now, but uh, the Nashville Predators roll into town. They're not playing great of late. So if there was ever a lock of the day that didn't seem to be a lock of the day, it might be this game. Mm, yeah. Sens are one and four in their last five against Nashville. Uh, mm-hmm. The last five at home overall, they're one, two and two with 21 goals against. Mm. Not, not great. Is no Saros playing? Let me check. Um, Lankin and played last game against Edmonton. I had that game on down here. Edmonton just toyed with them. My goodness. Um, that power play in Edmonton. Saros is in, Bob. Okay. And he's he's struggled. Um, but this is a really important game. Like Nashville, they've, they're always a middle-of-the-road team. Like They always seem to pick somewhere in the, the 10 to 18 range, don't they? Um mm-hmm. I don't want to go first. Who's going first? I, 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 was, I, was, <laughs> I didn't realize. Hey, I didn't realize that, um, that, that you were gaining on me so much, Yorkie. I, like, I kinda... I'm coming, Bob. I'm coming, Bob. I think you're on the tee first here. Let's Am go, I really? Bob. Yep. Yeah. Down the fairway. Let's go. Hammer one out there. Two forty. I want to say there's going to be a response, uh, but I can't. I can't. Is Corpusalo going to be in net again? Like no, no it's Sogard. Sogard's Sogard's in. I, I got to take the Preds. This game means too much to them. They're they're actually in the playoff mix as a team that should not be, and they're and they, they they're a stingy team. Um, they don't score a lot, but they they just kind of find a way to hang in games, and that's like that's a veteran team. So I'm going to go with them. UC Saros last 15 games, he has an 8.93 save percentage, and he's Yikes. six eight and one. <laughs> But that's four points higher than ours. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I can't do it. <laughs> Who you going What's the response with, Yorkie? You're yeah. a former Nashville Predator and Senator. Is this tug at your heartstrings? Oh, it's a tough one, you know. I love uh, loved my time in Nashville. Barry Trotz, now the general manager. One of the best guys in hockey. Love Trotzy. Um, actually, somebody tweeted out a picture today. I, I was wearing, remember those mustard colored jerseys that Nashville yeah. used to have? Oh, God. My buddy's going to the game tonight. I gave him one of my mustard jerseys. He's going to wear it in attendance tonight. Oh, those were sick. Um, I don't know. The, to me, this is a toss up. Flip a coin. Like, you look at both these teams. I do agree with Bob. This game means a lot for Nashville. They want to make sure they stay in the race. But Ottawa, is there going to be a response? Um, I'm going to take. I say Matt Sogard has a has a good right. uh he's there's an opportunity here. And he's played last year. I remember him down the stretch. He was pretty good. There's an opportunity if he goes in and plays well tonight. 
he can maybe grab the net for a little while here. And this is sometimes true. You know, you, you, you can maybe make a stance for being part of the rotation next year. You, you, you play well tonight, get a win. All of a sudden they get some confidence. They keep playing. So I'm going to say Sogard plays well tonight. Um, response from Ottawa and Ottawa wins this game. Well, it's interesting because they played Detroit, uh, what's that Wednesday now? So, uh, to, before the break and then they have like, they have a 12 day break or whatever because of all-star and then the, uh, bye week. So you got to mm-hmm. think that uh, Corpusala will start out of the break, but I think Sogard could play the first, these two. If he wins tonight, he certainly gets to start in Detroit. They're yeah. they're they're playing. Who's ever going to win? They're, I think Corpusalo yeah. is like just because he's on the five year deal at this point. So don't matter. Okay, the Sens the Sens had their skills comp last night or yesterday afternoon, by the way. Uh, yep. Uh, Jacob Chickren hardest shot and Josh Norris fastest skater, which may be a surprise to some. Anyway, what did Chickren uh, shoot it at? You know. 107.1. Yeah. Wow. It's a bomb. Wow. So, point is, and Nashville skated yesterday at Ottawa U. They had a nice day off in Ottawa. Does mm-hmm. any of that matter coming into tonight? Is Ottawa ready to respond? Are they are they mm-hmm. mentally strong enough to snap <laughs> back and play better hockey tonight? I'll tell you at 6 o'clock, man. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm so. saying Ottawa does it. I'm saying they've, they they're tired of getting kicked around. I hope I hope you're right because well I I hope you're wrong because I would like to pull away a little <laughs> bit from Yorkie. He's making me nervous again. I know. So Yorkie, yeah, you get taking Ottawa. I'm taking Ottawa. Yeah, I honestly I I I wouldn't bet this game. Like this is one of those games yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't bet. It's just it's, it's unpredictable. Ottawa Ottawa has been unpredictable all year. Like let's be honest. Like, who knows? It's it's yeah. Jekyll and Hyde, much more Jekyll, but or sorry, much more Hyde. It's been uh, just you never know what to expect from this team one night or the other. And that's that's been the rebel. Yeah. But you got to pick a team. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I picked Ottawa. Oh, you did. OK, sorry. Wait, <laughs> none of us heard this. <laughs> I, picked, I went before you did. I said Sogard's going to play well. And I took Ottawa right before you went last. I, I don't believe you. I'll have to check the tape. I don't believe you said. Go to the tape. Picking. Well, Bobby <laughs> didn't hear it either. He's pretty so. confident going to the tape. So maybe we were tuning him out, tuning out. Yes, I was, <laughs> we are after three o'clock. So, yeah, <laughs> it's no. not, Bob, Bob's looking at the watch right now. We're six minutes over. <laughs> I told you you had you had to give me an extra ten minutes after the nonsense at the beginning of the show. Mr. Wallace is making us stay after class. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. Time and a half kicked in at three oh two. All right, gentlemen. Uh, with that, we will wait to see how this plays out, and we'll be back tomorrow at three to see who was right. And uh, it'll be Yorkie and I as usual. So uh, I'll work on the nerd report. See you tomorrow, guys. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. See you, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Coming In Hot. If you enjoyed the show, hit that like button and be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.